Hello and welcome to the Forsum podcast. Today we've got a special. We're going to be predicting what's going to be happening in a month's time. So with it being the 1st of December, we're going to be predicting what the table is going to look like and what the top scorers are going to be looking like in a month's time on the 1st of January. So today I'm joined by Zach Pettit, Bradley Martin, Thomas Bristow and the devil's born himself, the Bon. Thank you. Thomas. You call me Thomas, oh my God. Thomas, Tom, Brewy, you know, whatever you want, whatever you like, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, so there's going to be a very open conversation today, um, much like last night's episode, a bit more free flowing. Um, the guys are going to get involved when they when they feel like they've got something to say. Um, so we're going to start out with, we'll start out with relegation. So the bottom three currently as things stand are West Brom, Burnley and Sheffield United. So uh, Sheffield United have, have not won a game this season. Currently sitting on one point. Been a very bleak uh, season for them. Do we do we think these guys are, are relegated already? No, I wouldn't say all of them are relegated already. I think West Brom are quite good at bringing it to about the last three or four games to sort of try and save themselves. As I've said a couple of weeks ago, I think Sheffield United are as good as down. I um. I'm not. I don't think Burnley. Burnley are normally quite a solid team. I know they've they've been poor this season, but I think they're quite a stable team. I can still. They've still got a game in hand. Yeah. They've got a game in hand at the moment. So if they do win that, they would be just out of relegation zone, and that would drop Fulham back into relegation. I'd be very surprised if Fulham didn't go down this season. Most times I've seen them, they're quite poor. Like they've they've brought in a lot of players again. And that I always find yeah. that it never really works properly if they just try and overhaul the whole team. And yeah, there's a there's a lot of jelly needing to go on in a quick amount of time. But yeah, that's yeah. my thoughts on that. Okay. So um the other teams, yeah. So so West Brom, do we think they've got a chance of staying up? Yeah, yeah they've got a chance, yeah. But, yeah. I, think, so, yeah I, think I, all, I think it's too 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 close to call at the minute. Who's gonna Go down. I know Zach. What Zach's meaning saying that Sheffield United are as good as down, but when the when the uh, tables that tight, isn't there only one win off of being quite close to getting out of it? So, oh, sorry, two wins. I should say sorry. And it's not that when you get on a run of form and all they, I think we've said it time and time again. All, we, all they need is a bit of confidence. Yeah, and it needs they need someone up front who can score the goals, and um, they'll get flowing. They're a good team, Sheffield United, and we've. Said that before, Cal Cameron said it before as well. They, they are a good team and they do play well. Yeah, they should beat West Brom in the weekend. They don't just don't take their chances. And you know, I think the team similar to them is Leeds. You know, but Leeds do take their chances. And I, I can I can't I can see Crystal Palace falling into a relegation scrap this uh this uh this month as well. If they're, if they're struggling without Zaha, yeah, they're they're very heavily reliant on him. Hmm. If he comes back into a team that's low on confidence, he's got even more weight on his shoulders to push him up. And I think he might be a bit too much for him. Do you think he'll push for a move in January? I think he pushes every single transfer window. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll let him go. I don't think they can do, can they? If, if they don't have any chance of staying up. We'll, we'll, no. we'll, we'll go to Jordan quickly. Because when I, when I mentioned West Brom, he was uh, unconvinced by them, by them staying up. What are your thoughts on them, Jordan? Uh, they had one good game, I think, which was the game they played Chelsea and they were three 0 within twenty six minutes and obviously they let that one slip. Uh I think Fulham last night they won two one against Leicester, which no one predicted. No. 
So I think Fulham have got a good chance of staying up. I just think they've just got to sort the problems out of the back where we've said before where they've made the mistakes and they keep making them. I think if they can get that right within this sort of uh, month, I think they could have a chance of staying up. Obviously, the games come thick and fast, don't they, this yeah. sort of year. So they've got a lot of games to probably get through. Uh, so I think it could be the right time for them to try and maybe push on that lesser result. And, you know, they've had they've probably got games that are winnable. Mm. From what I saw in that game, they actually looked like they played quite well. I think they did some really good business um, signing Loftus-Cheek um, on, on, a, on a loan deal because I think he's, he's, a, he's a great player. I think we've, we've mentioned him previously. He's looked good at times for England. He's looked good at times for Chelsea. He's... Um, Maybe this maybe this loan spell is is what um you know establish himself and it, may, it might get back into Frank Lampard's plans potentially, um but yeah I mean to say that we were saying Fulham are the worst team in the league to to get a performance against Leicester who obviously were flying at the start of the season but they however they obviously they've lost the last two against Liverpool and Fulham obviously one at the top of the league one at the bottom so it's it's, it's a strange time for Leicester um. We'll move on to Brighton quickly before before we go off this relegation battle. Um, they've got a fantastic manager, haven't they? Yeah, I, I really like uh, Graham Potter. Um, he seems to play a nice style of football. He, he like his transfer business was very very astute, very very clever moves. Very yeah. shrewd. Like, how much did he even spend? I think it was less than four or five million or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't much at all. a Premier League team. That's outrageous, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Like Well well on that on that basis, do you think do you think they should have spent more? I know he did spend he did spend well, but you know, they're in that battle, aren't they, really? Obviously sixteenth at the moment. Um quite a few draws. Obviously, you know, the loss after full time against Man United would have been a big um a big blow for them because that, that draw would have been a good result for, for Brighton. But you know, I mean, Arsenal aren't even that far off being in a relegation battle. I mean, I don't think Chelsea like to hear it, but I don't know. It could be tight for him. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Um, I think obviously, I think Arsenal are going to push on. Realistic. What are Arsenal's yeah. next game? Bright. Arsenal's got Burnley at home next. So yeah, that's, um, that's that's a good question, Zach. So we are looking. We are looking at in a month's time. Um, of who we think is going to be in that in them spots. So look, looking at Arsenal's next fixtures, um, their next game, well, it's Europa League against Rapid Vienna, and obviously um, Cal's going to go into that on part two of the um, European show. Uh, oh, sorry, they got Tottenham next. Sorry, I do apologize. Yeah, Tot- Tottenham's the next. Game. So maybe they, maybe they need a game like Tottenham, That's you know, to. Um, well, they, yeah, they probably will. But maybe maybe you know for the for the players. You know, when when you're in a derby, sometimes it gets the best out of players. You know, they've not been in a great run of form. Maybe this has come at a good time, or maybe it's come at the worst time. It's 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 how it's how, it's how you look at it, really. Obviously, Tottenham have been in very good form. Um, you'd like to think Tottenham at home beat Arsenal convincingly. There's not, there's not many in that team well, that you think are playing for the badge, though, are they? They're not thinking, oh, come on, really. give us Tottenham. They're probably like, great, we've got Tottenham this weekend. I don't know. You have got young lads like Saka. He's probably thinking like. Let's let's have it. What are you thinking about that, Brewery? What's your dad saying about that? What do you? Um, I think I think uh, what Carl said is right. It, it's difficult with derbies, isn't it? With well, especially uh, North London derby and the Manchester derby because, like you said, I think a few seasons ago, I think you you guys faced Man City and 
uh, they were two 0 up at half time, and everyone thought yeah, they were going to stank her, and then you won three two. It, it's so mm. difficult. I, it feel, I think uh, the players get more hyped up about a, a derby game, and especially when it's at um, the new um, Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, they are flying. They're they're, they're absolutely on, absolutely battering Arsenal on points wise. It's it's quite weird how the times have changed with that. But I, I can't see anything but Tottenham win on that. I don't think I, you know Dad will be completely different on that. He'll probably think Arsenal can get something. But I don't think this time next month, I don't think we'll be speaking about them around relegation. I don't... No. It look like, if I'm honest with you, and it's going to be quite weird to say, they, they are going to be a mid-table team this season, I feel. They, yeah. You know, I think when we come back on uh, this time next month, I think they're going to be around 10th, 11th, maybe. But yeah. I can't see... I think, I think you'll kind of see... At the beginning of the next month, about four or five maybe teams who are going to be just that, those five relegation battle teams. And I think they, it's probably going to be the teams that we're looking at now, but swap Brighton for mm. Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. Potentially. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think on the Arsenal thing, Tottenham will be will be well up for this game. Facing an Arsenal team that just, you know, is not is not performing very well at all. You've got the manager under threat. There's a lot of Arsenal fans that are already talking about Arteta out. I think you've probably got to stick by him a little bit longer, you know. But, but like, like we mentioned, like they, everyone was thinking he was going to be the next Pep, and, and like Zach said, he's not. He just isn't. He just is not the next Pep. Like maybe, maybe one day he'll, he'll be a top manager. But right now, I think he's he's going through a tough period, and it's, it doesn't help when when your top strikers from last season, like Aubameyang, just aren't scoring. Lacazette's not scoring. It's um it's a hard time to be an Arsenal fan, so we do I, we do I feel think, for you, especially Shuz and uh, I, and Big Jim. I think Spurs so. will be smelling blood for that game. I reckon that's going to be a big one. Oh, I yeah. think it probably could be three 0 The thing is though, Tottenham know that they've got goals yeah. in them. This time round, Tottenham know they've got goals in them. Where Arsenal, you you're looking at trying to like look at strikers that are going to score, and you've not really got any unless you put it on the plate for a Bamiyang all the time. Well, he hasn't been doing anything anyway, has <laughs> yeah. it? Got me, but apart from that, you're not really going to get anything like you know, as we would say on FIFA, like a sweaty or something like across the box and in the net, you know what I mean? But where you know, Spurs have got a lot of goal scorers in the team as well, it doesn't matter who you put in, yeah. Kane, Son, Mora, you know, Kane, what, Son. This is the best, this is the best attacking, attacking options Tottenham's had in a long time. So oh, definitely, with, yeah, Kane, Son, Bale, with, Mora, you know, the with, goes on with goals, the Arsenal, well, you know, so that's. So they've got Tottenham next. What what are their other fixtures coming up? So looking at the other uh, fixtures, yeah, go on, Tom. So I was just gonna, I've just got it up here. They've got so it's Tottenham right. and then Burnley, uh, and then Southampton, then Everton away, and then they've got uh, their EFL quarter final against uh, Man City. How many points Chelsea. are they picking up for them those next four games then? I mean, you'd... five. Sorry, five games. I struggle. Yeah. I, I, I struggle to see any points really. I, I think they'll beat Burnley. I, I, I mean, if they don't you beat know, Burnley, you're seriously I, wrong. I, isn't I, yeah, you, you should be beating Burnley. I think Southampton. We we got fairly lucky having a good second half. So, but so that, you know they're a good team. They're obviously they're very good from set pieces. We've the likes of Ward Prowse's corners and and penalties and free kicks. So have been really good. And then into Chelsea. Everton have started flying. Picks up there. 
I think I think we'll see a different change in Arsenal personally. I, they need yeah, it. I, I know they've had a very bad start, and I know it's going to get worse if they lose to Tottenham very badly. But if but the thing is, like um, what Villa's manager said yesterday, they they may have lost the game, but they've got a lot to take away from it because they were a good team against uh, West Ham, and Arsenal can feel the same. If they go to Tottenham, if they even if they lose, as long as they put in one hundred and ten percent, the confidence will still remain. Yeah. Going into that game, they got uh, done Dort before Burnley. That should be goals galore for them, realistically. Yeah. Um, so it's all about it. I think that if they can get a convincing win, like City did against Burnley, you know, if they can convincingly beat Burnley by three plus goals, I don't think there'll be any issue. I'm not. I, I will not. I'm not saying. I don't even think they'll get near the top six this season. No. Um, and I don't. Like I said, I think round. The beginning of um, the new year, they'll be around a mid-table, and they'll stay there for the rest of the season. And it's just going to be—they'll just have to concentrate on the cup games, won't they? And do you know, do you know to, what? It, it might be good for Arsenal to have a season outside of Europe where they can just concentrate purely on the league. And mm. um, you know, obviously, it's, it's going to be tough to attract players when you've got no European football. But may, maybe, maybe it's time for Arsenal to be out of Europe for a little bit. You know, it's happened to clubs in the past where they've dropped out of it and, and they've came back, but. Yeah, it's it's a weird one with Arsenal. They need they need to book their ideas up. But moving on from that, well, let's decide between us. So, are, are we quietly confident that Sheffield United will still be in the bottom three this yes. time in a month's time? Yeah, yeah. Sheffield United, we're happy with mm-hmm. them in, in the bottom three. Burnley, do we think they'll be out? No, no, no. They'll, they'll, they'll still be there. The okay. And do, and do we think West Brom or Fulham or Brighton or Palace? Do we think Palace mm. maybe? I would say in the bottom three. Not yet. No? I'd say West Brom. I'd say West Brom still? So, so we say, say it's going to remain the same for the bottom three in a month's time. Oh, I, I, I think Fulham instead of Brom. Fulham instead yeah. of West Brom? Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah I would have that. that. Okay. Mm. Okay, so we'll put Fulham in. So the, the bottom three will be Sheffield United, Burnley and Fulham. We'll, we'll check these in a month's time and we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a recap episode where we talk about um, how close we were in terms of predictions, and then we'll 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 give our next month's prediction as well. So um, I know it wasn't initially planned, but should we uh, should we put a, a place on on Arsenal as well? Where do we think they'll be in a month's time? As obviously Shazad, obviously he's a big Arsenal fan, so I I was going to say twelfth as well, actually. Yeah, I was going to say where Bristol says ten or ten to eleventh. Yeah, I, I yeah. think probably somewhere between between twelve and yeah thirteen. I was thinking about 13th, 12th, 13th, something like that. So we'll, we'll go with 12th. So moving on to the next point, we're going to look at the um, we're going to look at the top four, and then we're going to look just outside five and six. We'll start with the top four. Obviously, Tottenham's still at top on 21 points, um, four out of the four wins out of the last five games. Um, obviously, had a fantastic start to this season, um, and just and just uh, really pushing for that that league title. Whether or not they can, you know, it's still early days. It's only 10 matches played. Um, whether or not they can continue that. But they've got a good manager. We've, we've obviously just mentioned that their, uh, their striking options up top are very, very solid this year. Um, they've, got, they've got some good midfielders. A lot of us have been um, raving about Ndombele, especially uh, Bristow. Big fan of him. Um, we've got Liverpool in second. Obviously, it's been, it's been a strange season for them. Injury, injury. Um, to you know, arguably the the world's best defender in uh, 
in Virgil van Dijk was obviously a big loss for them. But they, you know, they they still they still got one of the best strike forces in in world football. So they they are they are still winning games. Obviously, very unlucky against Brighton. Obviously, VAR had a lot a lot to do with that that draw. And then we've got Chelsea and Leicester. Straight off the bat, uh, let's go to Brad. What what are you thinking? Do you think do you think Leicester aren't going to be in that top four? due to the, the last few losses they've had? No, not to be honest. I, I've never really, not rated Leicester as such, but I've always had my doubts about them. Uh, I, I think their uh, commitments in Europe is going to really affect it, to be honest. Uh, they've not got a lot of depth within the squad for me, um, and I think the games are going to start to take a toll on them. Uh, plus, when you've got teams below them as well, uh, for example, like Man City, even Man United, I think these two teams are going to really improve and start to move up the table quite rapidly, yeah. to be honest. Um, so, I, so I do yeah. worry for yeah. Leicester in that perspective. Yeah, Man, Man City currently in 11th on 15 points, with a game in hand though. If they were to win that game in hand, they'd go straight up to 5th, um, where currently West Ham sit. Obviously, Tom, you're, you're very uh, happy at the moment with uh, the season West Ham are having. Uh, grinding out some big results. Um, obviously, VAR again had a part to play in West Ham's win against Aston Villa. Um, what what are your thoughts on the top of the table, and and, and where do you see West Ham realistically, um, with the likes of Man United and uh, Man City? You know, on on the cusp of being in that kind of conversation of top four, top five. I think if the I think if the table was the same, but United and City had the game in hands, like scrapped. So we're all on the same amount of uh, games. I don't. I wouldn't be too uh, too worried about them jumping over us just yet. Yeah. But if they both win their games, they go above West Ham. It's it's as simple as that. Mm. Top top three is not changing. Um, no. This time next month, it's good. It's Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool. I think it's them three. Um, and if City can push to, um, that'll be the four that will go for the title. But from January, I I can't see anything different from Tottenham, Liverpool and Chelsea. And then I'll probably say, I don't know, it's between United and City for me, who, who's going to hit that fourth spot in the new year. Because, you know, all, all United's uh, won three in a row now. It's, you know, they're, they're, they're playing well. Yeah. Got the game in hand, like we keep on saying. It's a difficult one. I've, I think... Um, I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with City in fourth, but I think United will be in fifth. Yeah, just just harder, really. West Ham, as long as they stay sixth, seventh, or eighth, I'm happy. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely over the moon with that. Yeah, I think I think we can all agree that Leicester are going to drop out of that top four, especially with the run of games they've had. You know, obviously Liverpool, you lose against Liverpool, it's not, it's not unheard of. You know, they've obviously had a great few seasons, obviously champions last year, but to lose against Fulham, who have we previously mentioned on several occasions, have been one of the worst teams, if not the worst Premier League team this season. Um, to lose against them was obviously a, a massive shock, but it's like we said, like maybe they don't have the depth that we that we thought they did, and and it's uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like out, out of that top four, like you said, I can't see Tottenham, Liverpool, and Chelsea moving. It's just whether or not they, them them teams change between each other, but I think they'll still be the top three. What do you think about to Southampton? Because I think for me, they could be in the top four by the Christmas period, but obviously I think they'll drop out maybe just after January, but. For me, I think Southampton are a dark horse for me. I think they'd have, they'd have put themselves in that conversation if they'd have managed to hold on to that 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 two 0 lead and, and and go on and win that game against Man United. But I think I think you saw like 
you know, one, once we've got one goal back, they, um, you know, you'd like a team to get their tails up and start start pushing for it to make it 3-1. But they, they just didn't do that. And obviously, Man United smelled blood and they, they ended up winning that match in, uh, in extra time. So... I think that was pivotal for both teams. I think Man United it was pivotal to you know chasing the top four, and I think it was um, it was a massive um, is a is a massive what's the word? Um, it was it was really detrimental to, to Southampton's charge for you know top four, top five, top six. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it was I think it was really a, a really tough tough blow for them. But um, obviously Wolves that they ended up beating Arsenal. Um, Surely they're not, are they in that conversation for top four? Do you know they've yeah, got a definitely. great manager? They're, got, yeah, I think they're all in there because like even you look at Aston Villa, they've got a game in hand. Yeah, and they're on fifteen points as well, and that takes them straight up to like you know just about fifth where West Ham are. So mm. you know, you can't really even like clear out Aston Villa at the minute. It's, yeah, it's just a wide open and it's. To play you know, I think for, as really. well, United are only... Yeah. If we win our game in hand, we go two points off the top. Yeah, we, yeah. It, it would put us into fourth. So, it's all tight, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. It's, um, I, mean, I think from fifth to eleventh, uh, where Man City are, you can't really clear out any of the top four for that. I think... But, I think. Like, I think the top three I agree with, but that last fourth place could be anyone's. Yeah. It's um I think I think looking at this league table, ten games in, well almost ten games in, obviously we've we've mentioned the, the games in hand for your likes of Man City, Aston Villa and Manchester United. But if you look at the if you look at the teams that are in there, like you said, Jordan, I think this is it's, it's most the most competitive league we've had in a long time in terms of who who's gonna finish in that top four. Like we said, you know, Spurs and, and Liverpool and Chelsea are gonna be in that conversation for title winners this season. But you don't know, you don't know this 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 season's been been crazy already. There could definitely be more twists, and who, who knows? Like, you, you could have your likes of Man City challenging for the title again. I think Bradley mentioned it that um, they've got such a strong squad depth that if they get on a good run of games, they could end up being, you know, in that conversation for winners again. Tottenham are having a good spell, that's for sure. But we've seen them bottle it time after time. They bottled it the year Leicester won the league, you know, when they had a chance to to push them, and they didn't. So it's obviously it's a different kettle of fish when you've got Jose Mourinho as manager rather than Pochettino. You know they're very different managers. Um, Jose kind of kind of plays the game that's in front of him. If he wants to get a draw, he, he tends to get a draw. If he wants to grind out a win and get him on the counter and, and, and nick a win, he can, he can do that, and he's done that in year after year. He obviously he said getting to Manchester United to, to uh, second in the league was one of his biggest accomplishments, and we've seen that. That squad that he had weren't weren't good enough. We've obviously been lucky enough to sign a few good players like the likes of Bruno. That that are now pushing us, trying to push us forward. But it's a, it's a very interesting league. Um, so on that conversation, so we're all happy with Spurs, um, Liverpool, and Chelsea in that top three. So between us, who 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 do we think are going to be that team that's going to that's going to be fourth? Should we should we say Man City or do we think Man United or? Or do we think like Jordan maybe maybe says maybe do we think uh, Southampton will be uh, will be in that fourth spot come January first? Uh, I think Man City. Yeah, I would probably say what just thought, Man City. Yeah. Brad, I'm going to shock you all. Man I'm going to say Man. <laughs> that isn't a shock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to shock you all and agree <laughs> with Bradley. <laughs> So I'm going to go Man United. Jordan, so, you, you know. Well, it'd be City then, wouldn't it? 
Oh, there's the decider, Jordan. So we're going with City. We're going with City in fourth. And obviously, this this is just until January. This is just by January first. That's what we think is going to happen. Um, so moving on to one of our final points, um, and that's the top goal scorers. So uh, we just thought we'd add this in there. There's, there's quite a few people chasing the uh, the golden boot this season. We've currently got uh, four players on seven goals, which are Patrick Bamford, Bruno Fernandes, Harry Kane, and Callum Wilson. Um, in third, well, joint third, we've got uh, Mohamed Salah and Jamie Vardy, both on eight. Hanmin Son on nine and Dominic Calvert-Lewin on ten. So, obviously, based on them run of fixtures that we've kind of mentioned um, for your likes of, of like Spurs and Man United and stuff like that, we'll kind of, we'll kind of dive into them a little bit more. Um, but just straight off the bat, what, what are your thoughts, guys? Do you think... Calvert Lewin will still be up there, or do you think he's, um, you know, do you think he'll he'll maybe drop off in the in the goals, or do you think he'll do you think he'll push on and just keep scoring? Yeah, I, I, mean, I think he will keep on scoring, uh, but I, but I don't think he'll be yeah. at the top. I mean, the two names that stand out for me is is Son and Kane. I've talked about this before. Uh, you know, they're like the Chuckle Brothers. These yeah. two, uh, you know, everything goes <laughs> through them, doesn't it? You know, it's like you know, to me, to you, and, and back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Every time, but, yeah, and, you know, just they score for fun, don't they? And I think it, it for me, it's that I want them yeah. to the golden boot at the end, anyway. But I, yeah, I can really see them, so. one of them just pulling away with it. To be honest, I think what Bradley's saying as well is they've come over the fix like the hardest bit of the fixtures at the minute. With they've played Chelsea, I think they played City as well. And uh, now they've got Arsenal. So, they're playing three big games out the whole season in no more than, like, two weeks. Yeah. So, for me, it's a good thing that they're getting them games over and done with just before the festive period because, obviously, Ooh. you do have a lot of games in there. So, hopefully, them games that Tottenham play are going to be the likes of your, your Burnleys and your Fulhams and stuff like that. So, where they could be collecting the points ready for kicking on after yeah. the new year. Yeah, well, so I mean, I can see goals being scored by Tottenham and Kane. I mean, Kane Son scores a lot against quite Arsenal a lot. as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a good record against Arsenal. So we'll we'll dive into the teams that are um, that are based based on the top goal scorers. So we've got Calvert Lewin who's top at the minute. We've kind of mentioned it. The next run of fixtures for them, they've got Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, Manchester United, and. Sheffield United and Man City all before the first of December, so that's a tough run of games. If you look, you look at that more granularly. So you've got Chelsea, big team. Um, Leicester, obviously top four for the minute, but obviously they've not been great. Arsenal, you probably fancy him to score there. Um, these are all league games, of course. Um, Sheffield United, you like to think he'll get a couple there. Man City, I think he'll struggle. You know, do you think he'll still be in and, in and around that top five, or do you think? Um, do you think he'll he'll fall out and maybe maybe your likes of like Wilson and, and some of the guys that are on seven goals? Will, I can't will be see pushing Wilson up. pushing too far up at the moment. No. I disagree with that, Zach. I really disagree. I think he's going to shock us and he's going to be Alan maybe top or second. Really? With their, they, well, they've got Newcastle, they've got West Brom at home, then they've got Leeds away, then they've got Fulham at home. You know, and he's the only top, he's the only goal scorer for mm. them. He's the, he's the most prolific, isn't he? 
It would be different if he had somebody up with him or someone in the midfield like most other clubs do. But he's their, he's their goal scorer. I, I wouldn't say he can have finished top goal scorer throughout the whole season. But I think those two games especially, Fulham and uh, West Brom, maybe even Leeds with the way that um, they, uh, they defend as well. They kind of put pressure a lot. Maybe it's going to work in his favour. But I think he's going to get have about 11, maybe even 12 goals by, uh, by January the 1st. You don't have to be a top team to have a top goal scorer in the Premier League. Yeah. So if we move on to Son and Kane, who we think Bradley are going to be in that conversation for either, you know, by the end of the season, he says he thinks they're going to be the two that we were looking at for top goal scorer. If we look at their next run of fixtures up until January 1st, they've got Arsenal this weekend, then they've got Palace, then Liverpool, then Leicester, then Wolves and then Fulham. So you look at those fixtures, you probably think, Palace, you'll get goals there. Liverpool, depending on their their defence at the time, you'll probably like to think they'd get a few goals against Liverpool. Uh, Leicester, obviously conceded two against uh, Fulham recently. Wolves did concede one against Arsenal, but won the game. And Fulham, uh, we've kind of mentioned them. They've, they've been one of the worst teams this season. So you'd like to think there's there's a lot of goals between the two of them within that group of fixtures. So you'd like to think Bradley's probably nailed it with with either Son or Kane around them kind of um, them big goal tallies in them games. Obviously, Kane currently on seven and Son on nine. It could be them two in the conversation for top. I agree, yeah. Yeah, the only reason I think that is because that's where Tottenham's goals come from. It, it is them two and they, they do yeah. score a lot and they create a lot of chances. And I think that's penultimately the two players it comes down to. Uh, I think if Tottenham want to win the league... Both of them this year are going to have to hit twenty goals apiece. Yeah. So for me, they're going to be up there because I think Tottenham will go far in the league. So that's why I think you know they'll yeah. be up there. To be honest. Yeah, for sure. I think I think they're definitely going to be definitely going to be around that kind of mark, aren't they? Like the the likes of maybe like even fifteen by that point potentially, because it. They're the kind of players that can score hat tricks. You know, it's not unheard of for uh, for either Son or Kane to know, you know, bag three against one of your lower teams, even some of the bigger teams. Um, so, looking at some of the other other scorers within that list, the one that obviously sticks out for us as Man United fans is Bruno Fernandes. We'll get we'll go to Zach. Zach, what are your thoughts? Where can you see Bruno finishing on in, in terms of goals at the end of the season? And then, where do you think? Where do you think he'll be in, in a month's time, given how many penalties we've seen to have get, been given and will probably continue to get with all the the ruckus that's well, been caused as by VAR? Well, was mentioning earlier, um, before we came on uh, live, uh, that he gets a goal or an assist every two games, was it, Bradley? Yeah, that's right, mate. So, I mean, he's going to be up there. So, you'd imagine he'd probably be on by January 1st, probably 11 if he's on seven at the moment. Yeah, you'd imagine yeah. he'd be on eleven, yeah, maybe twelve, perhaps, because he, he is our sort of go-to for scoring. Other than obviously Cavani, depends how many penalties you get, isn't it? 
Well, we seem to be getting a lot this season, don't we, George? Um, yeah. If we look at the fixtures, Man United have got, we've got West Ham be a tough on game. Saturday. That be an easy Obviously, game. I think that's they've been be... great this season. That's, that's, a, that, that's a tough game. That could be one of those games that are decided by a penalty. Um, it really could be. And then after that, we've got the, the derby against Man City at Old Trafford. Obviously, we've not been fantastic at home this season. So that, that, that's also a tough game. Um, after that, we've got on the 17th of December, we've got Sheffield United, which is away, but you'd like to think there's going to be goals in that for, for both Bruno, the likes of Rashford, Cavani and Martial, depending who plays. On the 20th, we've got Leeds at home, which, you know, they're, 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 they're no mugs. They are no mugs this season. It's, I am looking forward yeah, but to that. We do. I get where you're coming from, Brad, with that noise, but come on, it's Man United Leeds. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And you must be you must be oh, yeah. buzzing to big watch game, that with your dad. Game. It's a Leeds Cup final, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Leeds Cup final, yeah, basically. So it's, it's all the dreams come true again to play a team like Manchester United in the Premier League. Um, after that, we've got Leicester on the 26th. And then on the 29th, it's a difficult run again. Um, we've got Wolves. They... It's a difficult run of games. I think the only the only three points you can guarantee in that you'd like to think is Sheffield United. The other, the other, yeah, of course it does. You know, if if they if they go on a run of form, they'll probably be bang up for Man United at home, and and that that could be a massive game for them, a turning point. But I think you'd like to think that Man United will will win that game. I think City's obviously a hard game. Leeds, you know, with Bielsa is a tough game. Leicester not so great at the moment, but they might have turned it around by this point. You know, it's. There's a lot that can happen in a month's time, and it only takes a couple, a couple big wins or like um, a late winner or something to you know to get the momentum back behind the team. So, I think we can all agree that Bruno will probably be in that conversation of top five, but whether or not he'll be top is is yet to be seen. I, I think I'd, I don't think he'll be getting the golden boot this season, but the way that we're getting penalties, if he keeps scoring, then who knows? Anything can happen. Um, I'll just quickly check. Um, Bamford, can we see him scoring goals still, or, or do you think that was a bit of a, a, strange a run one, of form and it's, it's kind of dropped now? Like I find, you know, he'll get, yeah, he'll get double figures. Yeah, you'd like to think so. He's on seven now, so only needs to score three more. You got to think as well. Twenty-eight of matches. Goals I think that's possible. Allowed have been outrageous. Like they, he could have had another two goals. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The. The one that we spoke about the most was obviously that the pointing was one of our first episodes on the on the Forsen podcast where we, you know, we, we were all absolutely baffled by by the decision of someone pointing their arm out to where they want to where, where they want the ball to come and and you know great finish from him and he's yeah he had another one ruled off mm. off um, offside the other day didn't he as well yeah he seems Everton. to be very unfortunate with it to be honest. He do, the, the one thing I will say about him, though, yeah. he, he needs but a I lot mean, of chances to score, doesn't probably he? Probably playing better uh, than he did last year. Like, I know he, yeah. he missed yeah. so many chances in the Championship last year. I know that. So, he's obviously known that he, he can't miss as many chances yeah, in the Prem. Yeah, he did. And he has. He's been putting some fantastic finishes in, but... He's, and he's, 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 oh. got a, he's already registered a hat-trick as well, which is, you know, something to be proud of in, in this team, top league. For sure. So looking at the other ones, um, we'll, we'll end on Mohamed Salah, but we'll quickly go on to Vardy. Do you, do you think Vardy finds his form again? Or, you know, obviously we've spoke about Leicester and they've lost the last two games. Do you think he finds his form again and starts bagging the goals? Because he's always seemed to score goals. He's always seemed to be in that conversation for one, two, three. You know, obviously last season he got the, he got the golden boot at, at, at 33 years old, I think it was. So, 
you think he'll still be in that conversation come come January? Oh, definitely. It, it, you can't. Oh, you go, Joel. There you go, mate. Uh, you can't not put him in that bracket, can you? Really, he's just a super, superb striker. Yeah. Uh, there's some games where he's a bit of a letdown where you think, you know, against these lower teams at the bottom of the table, and you think, oh, you're going to get a performance from him there, and then like next thing you know. He doesn't really give anything, and you just and then, you know I mean he pops against Man City and scores two or three, and it's and you just think, why can't you do that against the lower lower sides? Yeah, but for me, he's he's always been a bit there for me. He's top, he's a top notch striker for me. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he's got to be in that conversation, isn't he? Just season after season, he's uh, he's, he's proved his worth in front of goal and. He takes penalties as well, which obviously makes a big difference. So on, on that basis of taking penalties, well, we'll quickly finish what, on what, Mohamed what Salah. I'll, I'll go on, Tom. If if, if you want, if you have what you say on on Vardy. Oh, it's a, it's a tricky one with Vardy because you know it, it's to determine his form. It determines how the players behind him play. If because you watch his goals, his goals are running in from behind. He needs an inch perfect pass every time, and he's. Lucky to get have a lad like uh, Madison behind him, mm. um, who can deliver those types of balls, and Mark Albright as well. You know, can deliver a cracking cross. But yeah, that's his issue at the minute. Is uh, you look at the games that he plays, he, he he doesn't get into the games. He doesn't push deep to get the ball. He stays around that area mm. where he knows that as soon as he sees a defender's number on the back of his shirt, he's got him. Yeah, and if the ball's not getting delivered to him, he's not going to score goals. So. If he's going to climb up the table and if he's going to have another fantastic season, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and he needs he needs his uh, midfielders to kind of like step up their game a little bit more from the past two that they've played and play him in a little bit more because at the minute he's a bit he he's just not doing anything and he can't he can't do anything because that's his game his game is run behind the defenders yeah. tap it in you know so for me if 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 the midfield can get back into it Madison can get back into Feeding the ball through to him, etc. There will be no reason why he won't finish top goal scorer, or in January he'll be top of the list. Yeah, I think I think it's you bang on there. Vardy's that player that needs good service, and if you look if you look back at the you know the the seasons where he scored most of his goals, it's like it was when he had Mares behind him. But like you said, Madison does seem to have like you know filled that role where he can you know provide a the killer ball and and, and play him in. But he's um he's he's you know he, he racks up the occasional assist as well. I think I think his um you know his, his passing range is, is is probably overlooked a little bit because he's, he's he's quite good. And he's got he's got good awareness in the box. So he's he's a fantastic player. So I think if he's one of them players that he does need a bit of form and he does need the service. So I think I think we'll probably see him in that conversation if Leicester can you know turn their um turn it around a little bit after the after the last few losses. So yeah, as as I mentioned, the last player we're going to go on to um, we'll go to Brad, um, Mohamed Salah. Obviously, takes penalties. He's got a fantastic, um, you know, he's got fantastic power behind his shots. He's, 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 he's just a natural goal scorer, and, and he has been since he first uh, started playing for Liverpool again um, in the Premier League. Obviously, he had, he had his spell with Chelsea, but he's just been fantastic since he's come back. Um, do you think he'll be in that conversation? Let's say he's on eight goals at the moment. He did have the COVID. Um, he missed a few games, but he's, he's back now. And can you see him being, yeah, being around it in I mean... January? With Liverpool, such an attacking team, they score plenty of goals. So yeah, he he, you've got to think of him being up there, uh, in around there, haven't you? Really, uh, but just lately they've been dishing out the goals quite from everywhere, haven't they? You've got Yota scoring a few. You can't you can't forget Marnie, yeah. 
I know Firmino doesn't Mane. get a lot of goals, but he, he does create a lot, doesn't he? Um, yeah, but yeah, you would say Salah yeah. would be in and around the, the top ones, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, for sure. I think I think the one that um, that's that's just off the off, off the bottom of this list in sixth is um, Ollie Watkins. Can you see him doing anything? Maybe pushing into the top five goal scorers come January, or do you think? Uh, it's just the ability unlikely? to create chances for it. Um, I mean, I've said this quite a few times. You know, yeah. I think Aston Villa are a bit of a one-man team with Grealish. Um, the, the, you know, they can't rely on him. Yeah. To, you know, for the service and. It's a difficult one, this, isn't it? You know, he's proven in the championship. For me, he just needs to, you know, score a few more goals. Then I can take him seriously. But it's it's very difficult on this player, to be honest. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a difficult one, that. Yeah. But... Okay, so um, we'll uh, we'll we'll end it with picking our top five. So in fifth. Obviously, I've previously mentioned it. Callum Wilson, Harry Kane, Bruno Fernandes, Patrick Bamford, and Patrick Bamford. Who do we think is going to be in fifth come come January? Do you think do you think one of them, or do you think do you think someone else that's just below? Uh, I think Bruno. Bruno. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. Everyone happy with that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So next we've got Vardy and Salah. Who do we Salah think is going to be third and fourth? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna go Salah third. Salah third, fourth Fardy, or I think fourth Kane. Fourth Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Salah is gonna win. It's more for Son. Yeah, he he does seem to be um, the provider this season, uh, rather than the goal scorer. Obviously, he's still he'll still chip in. You know, that's you know, it's it's guaranteed, and and Tottenham will get penalties from time to time, so he will score from the spot. Um, So in in second, are we who we put in there then? I'm gonna go yeah, Dominic yeah, Calvert Lewin yeah. for that Captain one. Second, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still sticking with my Callum Wilson thing. Callum Wilson, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll I'll put a, I'll put a little asterisk next to that and put Brewery's recommendation. And if he's nowhere near Callum Wilson was second, Bristol. Where did Calvert Lewin go? <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Who's going? Third? Who are we saying? I think he's dropping. Off. I think he's dropping off. Who, yeah. who we think is first then? Because we've got we've got Bruno in fifth, Kane in fourth, Salah in. But like, where, in, where um, do you reckon Calvert Lewin's going to be dropping number six? I just I just don't think he. I think he might score one I more I think this month. But I, I can't see much well. more. Really? Thing is, yeah. Everton's got some superb like people that put the ball in the box for him. Like you've got your James Rodriguez. Even you can even put Alex Awobi in that category sometimes. Richarlison's been good. Richardson, yeah. So you've got people there that can give him the service. And yeah, give a day for day. That's why he's on ten goals at minute because the service he's been getting has been absolutely well, unbelievable. He's scored quite a few headers, didn't he? Obviously, he's, he's got a good cross on yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dean Dean is out injured. I think. And I don't see. I don't see. I don't see. Any more hype around Calvert Lewin? I think he's had his part to play in the Prem. I mean, I think he's going to drop off. Okay, so we're yes. all happy with Unless Chris Son goes, you on want top. Cal Antonio at top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> no, he looked awful last, last <laughs> night. Surprised <laughs> I've mentioned how he got goals. He was, he was the best thing since sliced bread a few weeks ago. Still is, mate. You give him time. <laughs> 
And obviously, um, I'll also put an asterisk next to Son <laughs> saying uh, Cavani, uh, for Man United. Actually, um, I'm just going to touch on that. So I think if... <laughs> go on. Go on. on. No, if he plays... Go on then. Uh, and I know he's on a, might be getting a free match ban, mind he? But if he plays, I don't think he'll be far off, you know. No. I think he will start netting quite a few goals. Well, he's already on three. Currently in fifth is seven goals. So he only has to score. You know, you have, have, a, have a couple more games where he scores three or two. Or Can you, can you see him yeah. scoring a hat trick? Yeah, this I think I can. That's, that's a serious question. Yeah. If he starts, well, he's, 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 I can't he's, see why not. He's got the service around him, hasn't he? If you look at, like, there's a lot of good players that can, that some, that can whip a ball in, especially, I don't think really he touched it touched it much, but Alex Teller is, is, is a great crosser of the ball and he's, he's looked really good so far. But even even Rashford, you know, playing a ball in when we got the winner the other night, Bruno put a ball in. He he, he could he could score a lot of headers this season because his mm. his movement is is class. I'd love to see him in that conversation for top goal scorer. But um, yeah, it's like we said, if if he gets his match his, his three match ban, it'll obviously be, you know, a huge loss for both him obviously to you know to retain that form and Man United. Cause obviously, that's what that's where we, where goals came from the other day and. It looks like he's going to be starting if if he um, can avoid that ban, which I really hope he does. You know, to touch on that, obviously I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it it, it seems like it was a genuine mistake. Um, but you know, you've, you've you've got to pay the price, so we'll have to wait and see what he does. They might find him. Can I, can I ask what this ban's about? I've not heard heard, heard about. It. So um, basically, it refers to social media where someone congratulated him on um, on winning the game and scoring his two goals. And he responded with what's referred to as a racial term in the UK. Um, I won't repeat the word, but it's um, essentially it's, it's a form of it's in Uruguay. It's, it's, a, it's a term of endearment, a term like to be friend, like a friend. So, but obviously, right. obviously in the UK, um, it means something else. So, obviously, we won't repeat the word. But it, yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough one because you know obviously different. Different backgrounds. They he, he obviously didn't have no idea. Otherwise, he wouldn't. Have, didn't you know, Gary put on his social media. Something he was saying um, that he, um, every player coming to the Premier League or English league in general should have to go through some sort of social media training to sort yeah, of need the to. do's and don'ts of what you can actually put. Yeah, of course, of course, and I, I think I think that should definitely be a protocol. You know, for players coming from South America, there was or, no malice or wherever. It. It was just sort of like you a, know, because obviously. Different, yeah. I know. I know. I know that um, on Talksport, Troy Deeney went into it and said he should uh, he should receive more than a three match ban, which I think is is I get where he's coming from, but it, it you know there was there was no malice or intent in, in in what he meant. He was just trying to say thank you to a friend. Um, you know, if 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 the shoes on the other foot and it had been a, ra- a racial term towards towards another ethnicity, it's it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's, I think you've, you probably have got to pay the fine or, or whatever they they do with him and give the match ban. But it's it's obviously it's frustrating because it you know there was no malice, there was no intention to to be you know racist in any in any way. So we'll have to wait and see what happens on that. But um, I think on that note we'll end it. Um, thank you so much, guys, for joining me again um, for this um, this special episode, and we'll, and we'll come back in a month's time, all of us, and we'll uh, we'll see how our predictions look. Um, just want to quickly touch on it. Um, we've got a competition running um, to win a brand new uh, football um, shirt from the 2021 20, season. 
um, of your choice. All you have to do is um, follow us on our Instagram, uh, like the post and tag three friends in the post in the comments section. We'll be running this and we'll be draft. We'll be doing the draw on the 13th of December. So um, you can apply as many times as you want. For every three friends you um, you put onto the uh, comment section, we'll give you one entry into the Lucky Dip, and then we'll we'll draw it live on Instagram. So, yeah, thanks again, guys, um, and you. we'll see you in the next Sa- episode. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.